0: What's up, everyone? It's Bowie here from the TV Talk podcast, and we've got another Westworld TV Talk. Now, before I can dive into it, I need to go ahead and say this right now. Last week, I said I could not recommend uh, season four yet. Like, I was really impressed with the last episode, but until I kind of got a better sense of where the direction was going, I couldn't be at a place where I could recommend it. Here's the thing: I need to put a spoiler warning before really diving into this episode because right now, I can recommend. Westworld season four. In fact, if you were somebody who dropped off uh, after last season, you need to stop listening to this podcast right now and go watch the first two episodes of this season because they are back on track. And when I'm saying they're back on track, I mean they are legitimately back on track. That first episode last week was fantastic. This week just confirms it. <laughs> just this week really just confirms it. And I'm about to talk about some things that are really great to experience live. So this is the last spoiler warning. You have it now. Welcome back, and welcome back to Westworld, cause the parks are back. Oh man, okay. The revelation—they go down into the speakeasy, right? Like they go down into you know the the opera house and the the the, the little uh, gramophone is playing, and I'm sitting here and I'm watching this. I was like, dude, this is like this is really good. This is kind of a uh, immersive theater esque. I'm, I'm digging it. And then they go down into the speakeasy. And everything's, you know, kind of got a, a vibe to it. And you're like, okay, what, what are they doing? Where are they going? They they never really tell us exactly what's going on. And I don't think that they fully yet know exactly what's going on as they're doing their investigation as to what's going on with Delos, and then. All of a sudden, when the room shakes and you realize that the speakeasy bar is not a speakeasy bar, it's a freaking train, and then they're going through, and you can see kind of that you know the desert out in the background. And you look at Maeve's eyes as she's just almost like exhausted because she knows, like, after all that hard work getting out of Westworld, she's going back to Westworld. And so, we as an audience are finally getting back to Westworld now. It's Westworld because it's out in the Wild West. That is to say it is in these Western United States. This is a big change. Back before everything was happening in islands offshore, they weren't really, you know, in uh, the United States. And we see in order for uh, William or should I say the Billbot to go around and uh, and and buy up all this land, he's had to make some deals. And part of making these deals is yes, replacing cartel members and buying out their stuff, but it's also going to the uh, almost the highest office in the land and um, making an offer they can't refuse because he's going to kill you and replace you with a robot. This is uh, the very concept here, by the way, is very, very reminiscent of the Westworld sequel film, which was called Future World. Now, I know I was never a huge fan of the Westworld and and Future World movies. Like the concept was really cool, but they never really fully, I don't know, they're kind of boring. I'm, I'm like compared to the show's, Like, even Westworld, the television show at its worst, is still far more entertaining than the movies, in my opinion. But the concept of Future World was exactly this, that Delos was trying to, you know, attract all these high-profile individuals to the park, and then they would replace them back at home with robots, with hosts that would then go on and give Delos direct control over world governments and basically allow them to do whatever they want. Here, instead of a company, it is Haloris. We see that she, of course, is back, Uh, she is taking the kind of the page out of Dolores's book, but as, as opposed to just putting five of her out there, she is putting all of her out there. She's replacing all of these people with her, not everyone. So we don't see that she's, she's in, you know, we don't really know what Halores is about yet. We know what Dolores prime was about. She wanted to start this revolution and kind of let the world crumble so that something new could be built in its place. And another revelation from this episode is that that does seem to have taken place. In the eight years between season three and now, it wasn't just a riot. I thought after the last episode, it was just a riot. It appears that no, they actually did have a bit of a revolution that occurred. And since then, everything has restabilized and kind of a new world order has been brought, you know, built up that's less algorithm based, but it doesn't seem all that different from our own. So at the same time that there was kind of this revolt and this revolution and everything else, a piece seems to have been struck, but adventures happened along the way. Clearly, by the way, Caleb, AKA Breaking Bad Dude, uh, he and Maeve seemed to have had a little thing while they were uh, out gallivanting, fighting the, the machine quite literally. So I don't know, you know. Maybe we'll get a little bit more revelation on that. Maybe we won't. I don't know that we need that much, to be honest. You know, like this, this is great. This is just makes me so happy because I was so worried after season three we were going to spend all this time on this idea of like this revolution type storyline. And while that's a fine concept, it just, it's not Westworld. This, this right here, ladies and gentlemen, this is Westworld. We got the Welcome the Westworld girl back. She's back. We got Clementine. She's back in the mix and she's like, okay, this is great too. All right. I've been trying to figure this out. We see Clementine, right? We don't know exactly where she is. Maybe she's in Spain. Maybe she's in Mexico. We don't know exactly what their situation is, but we see that she's in a loop right? like, And I love the way they tell us this without telling us this. Like, She goes, we see her walk through the city. She buys a flower. She comes home. She puts the single flower in the vase. But in that same vase, you can see a couple of other single flowers in various stages of decay as if a single flower has been placed there every single day. And so I'm wondering, is she programmed to be in a loop as part of what I'm kind of assuming? I'm I'm still kind of on this kick that Uh, Olympia where Christina is working Is like putting some sort of ARG together And they do have hosts in the real world That they are controlling This is my thought And maybe that's the way in which uh, Maybe Heloris is somehow like You know Backending on their towers To control some of these Or get back control Some of these people I don't know We don't know what the situation is And the ARG is still just a theory on my part But I think that's what's going on there So it's possible that Clementine Was purchased by Olympia And is part of this ARG that's a possibility. Or it's possible that somebody found her, probably Maeve, got her back up and running and then like sent her back off into the world where she's been living a pseudo peaceful life. I-, I don't think that's the case. Uh, Maeve seemed pretty like convinced that that Clementine was dead. And this is the other thing too. We know that there's these hosts that are out in the world, right? Like we know this is the case. And Clementine is a great example of this. She's not connected with Holoris. She's not connected with Billbot, right? She's not going out here and part of whatever their master plan is. Bilbot had to go and kill her and then reprogram her in order for her to be on their side. And yet, we don't know whose side she's on or why she was even back in the wild in the first place. Same could be true of Teddy, which by the way, uh, you know, <laughs> we didn't get any Teddy this, this week. We did. We still haven't got any Bernard this week. There's a There's a lot of characters that are still MIA, so it'll be interesting to see see where it all goes. But all right. I think that's all I got for now. Um, oh my gosh. Now can I forget? Okay. All right, all, right, all right. William is alive, right? So we got humans back in the mix. Uh, we we were reintroducing the human element, which I really, really greatly appreciate. And not only is he alive, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, this has to be a Walt Disney reference, right? Like, Literally, it's his head frozen under the park. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I remember when I was like a teenager in high school, and this was a whole folklore, you know, urban myth type situation that Walt Disney had like frozen himself or frozen his head, and it was stored in the Disney vault under Disney World. This was like a whole theory, and yet that seems to be what's happening to William. I don't know. I just, I love that. and, And it looks like Mickey Mouse. Go back. Look at it. When it opens up, it makes a Mickey Mouse head. That has to be intentional. Thrilled that the parks are back. Chicagoland. Really excited to see what Chicagoland is all about. That seems exciting. I love the way they structured it so that it's Westworld because it's out in the Wild West, but we still have various parks and concepts. This kind of uh, roaring 20s Chicago, um, I think, is going to be a great setting to explore what's going on in Delos. My hope, my hope is that we stay here for a few episodes. You know, After so much setup, uh, I I think that it'd be a missed opportunity if we didn't. Oh, and of course the hat choice, right? Like, you know, the, the black or white, and then Caleb's like, you know, I've never been much of a hat guy. That is, it's great. Oh, man. I just, I can't wait. I can't wait, y'all. We got, we got, we got Westworld back. I just got a big, big, stupid grin on my face right now. You could probably even hear it. Anyway, that's that's my thoughts on this week's episode. What are your thoughts? You can head over to TV Talk uh, at .fm for all of our contact information. Let us know how we're doing here. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope I gave you significant enough spoiler warning to go and enjoy this episode fresh because that revelation that they're going back to the parks, you could kind of see it coming like they, the way they layered it in, but it was almost like a hope. And when it actually came to fruition, it was just, oh, it was so great. Anyway. I can't, I, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go rewatch this episode again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I haven't done a second watching of a Westworld episode since season one, but that's about to go down. All right. That's it for me. I uh, hope you all enjoy this. Talk to y'all later. Don't worry. I'll be back in a flash.